What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift Podcast. In this episode, we've got some news updates and some more of those super useful Swift packages for you to play around with. So let's go ahead and dive straight in. I don't think I covered this in the previous edition. SharePlay is now available with the 15.1 versions of the OSs. So that's iOS, iPad, and tvOS. So you may recall that SharePlay was one of the features that Apple touted for the the original releases, the 15 version, but we now have it in .1. This gives people the ability to share synchronized experiences, as they call them, uh, across FaceTime calls with you know anyone else in a FaceTime call. So if you're using 15.1, you can now go ahead and try that out and play with that. I'd love to hear your experiences. Let me know. Worth noting that it is also available in the macOS 12.1 beta, not the currently full released version, but the 12.1 beta. So hopefully we're going to be seeing that sharing with those wonderful Mac users as well, possibly with some of those new machines. More on that later on. I want to share with you all a wonderful website app that I found this week. If you are anything like me and probably most developers, if not all developers out there, you are obsessed with finding the right fonts and themes for your code editors, your IDEs, whatever you want to call them. Well, I found codingfont.com this week, and it's a great little tool. It has a whole bunch of really nice coding fonts on there, and you can compare them. It's kind of like a little bit of a game. You can run this kind of knockout game here to find out which is the font that you like the most, right? You've got two windows. You can compare them, reduce down that list. Once you've got the one you want, go ahead, set up your machine, and away you go. Saves you a lot of time having to work through, install each of the fonts, try them out in your software, and just, you know, wasting a whole lot of unproductive time trying to be productive with a cool font. I know, the fonts are important, right? Nobody understands it except us. So give that a check, codingfont.com. A reminder for those of you that may have missed it, that Apple did update its App Store guidelines. You are now allowed to contact your customers and provide your customers a way to provide you with their details, their name and address, email address, sorry. Uh, it must be optional though, so that, but it does give you a way to reach out to your customers from the App Store. This is really super important, and I think most of us would have said it should have been there all along, but due to the recent legal actions and everything else, Apple is now allowing us to do this. Along with that, you can also, a reminder that you can communicate with your customer that they can use other payment methods outside of the App Store. Now, again, you know, this is not a replacement. You, can, you can't not offer an App Store option, but you can provide information to them that there are other ways. Not ideal, but, you know, it's still a move forward, right? Another change and a reminder from Apple is that starting from October the 27th, so we should now be well into this, you can create in-store, uh, in-app events, as they call them, sorry. And what this allows you to do is in the App Store, you can provide information. You go into App Store Connect and you can set this up to appear on your App Store page for timely events, right? So, for example, maybe you've got a conference going on or something along those lines, right? And it lets you set up this schedule ahead of time. And when the time that you specify arrives that day, magically on the App Store in iOS and iPadOS 15, you will, customers will see these in-store events, these in-app events appear, right? And this can be a good way to publicize your app or some particular event that you have going on, some kind of live stream, something along those lines. Really hoping people don't abuse this, 
But I guess we'll have to wait and see how it goes. Like everything else, people always look for ways to abuse the system and work their way around them. I'm not looking at you notifications, but I am looking at you notifications. Hopefully this is going to be a good thing though, right? I can see this being beneficial for a lot of people having these kind of timely events appearing on the App Store. But like I say, use it wisely. I am sure Apple will be keeping an eye on how this is used and changing the feature over time. I'll provide a link to the information, of course, in the show notes for this. And hopefully if you're using the right app, you can see the link on the screen right now. You can tap it. Go take a look at that. Next up, I want to tell you about a really cool package that was submitted by a listener. If you would like to submit something to appear in this podcast or the the CompileSwift newsletter, you can go to CompileSwift.com forward slash contact and reach out to me there or on CompileSwift on any of the social media networks out there. So thank you to Patrick for this one. He's the author of this package. This package is called SF Symbol Enum. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's actually a really cool idea for a package. And what it's doing is we all use, or hopefully all use now, those very cool SF symbols. But as we all know, when you put them in code, you have to use a string to reference them. And anytime you use a string, it's open to make a mistake. I know I've done it. I'm sure if you all want to admit it, at least some of you have done it as well. Well, what Patrick has done is made this library here and he has converted them to an enum. Now, of course, the beauty of enums is we cannot get it wrong, right? It either exists or it doesn't. So what you do is you just include this package in your app and you can now reference all of the SF symbols via an enum instead of strings. Patrick, this is an awesome package. So thank you so much for recommending it. I've been playing around with it and it works great and it has saved me a whole bunch of trouble when sometimes you just fat finger those strings and you should never trust putting strings in. So check this package out. Like I say, SF symbol enum. Very cool. Thank you. And finally this week, I am sure I have seen at least some of you receiving those new laptops. I hope you're enjoying them. I've basically been looking at pictures and reading about other people's experiences. I'm still waiting for mine to turn up. Uh, Funnily enough, I was all set to do a live unboxing stream this week, and then the delivery got delayed. So now I've got a very empty looking table waiting for this new box to turn up, and then I can do a live stream and, and unbox it for you all, and you can ask questions. If you are interested in the live stream, I do one every weekend as well, where we have some Swift fun coding around with iOS stuff and any kind of Swifty things, Apple development. You can go to twitch.tv forward slash compile Swift and catch it there. I also do it on YouTube and everything else. You can go to compileswift.com and find some other details. Along with that, if again, a reminder, if you have anything you want to submit to this podcast or the newsletter, you can go to compileswift.com and find all the details there greatly love having those conversations with you and i appreciate all the suggestions you've been putting out there along with all the support talking of support if you want to rate and review this podcast again i appreciate you taking the time you'll find a link in the show notes really appreciate it really helps me out and it's been a good morale boost for me for all of you doing that so thank you so much gonna wrap it up there hopefully by the time this comes out i will have my laptop and you will have seen the live stream and I will be sharing the details with you. If not, gosh, where is it? I'm still waiting for it. But let's hope it turns up. Other than that, hope your Swift compiles swiftly this week. And I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Everybody.